Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Act your best when your best is needed. All right. I think the true evaluation of any defense is really when you evaluate where you're at is how did you do against the top tier teams, the best, the teams in your conference that you got to win. You got to be successful to win a championship. Today's episode is from the second annual Lawrence First and Goal Clinic, in which Ron Roberts, now the defensive coordinator at Auburn, talked about multiple defense and the different pressures they utilize. He started the presentation talking about three things required to play a great defense his philosophy, defensive goals, determining what you need to develop each position, the analytics of scoring, and dealing with difficult formations. This short segment really encapsulates what any defense should focus on to excel on the field. In an era where we have become inundated with information, Coach Roberts cuts right to the core of leading a top-performing defense. It's something he's been able to pass on to other coaches. He has an impressive coaching tree, including Dave Aranda, head coach at Baylor, Patrick Toney, who made the jump from being co-DC at Florida to the NFL as secondary coach with the Arizona Cardinals, Austin Armstrong, who at 29 is the youngest Power 5 coordinator at Florida, replacing Toney, and Pete Golding, who left Alabama to take the defensive coordinator position at Ole Miss. He had served as the defensive coordinator at Alabama for five seasons and began his career as a GA for Ron Roberts at Delta State. All of those coaches who learned from Ron Roberts learned to build the foundation of their defense on the philosophy which Coach Roberts shares in this segment. You can get access to all of the past year's clinics plus 10 presentations per month. Information on this is at lfgf2023.coachesclinic.com. The link to Coach Roberts' entire talk in which he gets into the X's and O's on game film is available on CoachTube. The link is in the description. Coach mentioned some screenshots, which we will include in our enhanced show notes on coachingcoordinator.com, as well as our Winning Edge takeaways detailed in text. We share our Winning Edge takeaways at the end of every episode. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. 
If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be here. I hope I'm um, trying to make it worth your while. It's been a Saturday. Appreciate uh, the opportunity actually to do this for the cause. I think that's really, I'm going to start that and say is that in coaching profession, that's what it's really about. You know, it's helping young men and then it's helping, well, how can we help our community? And then again, obviously, if we can ever get involved in some of this at this magnitude, I think it's awesome. So I'm excited to be here. So I'm going to start it off real fast. Let's talk about philosophy. So I think this is big. It's kind of two couple of basic things. One, you know, we talk about it's a toughness, not an old school way, but it is one. We talk about mental toughness. And that's what's on a daily basis is that are you doing what you need to do to be successful? Whatever it is, whether you like it or not, whether that be you're not feeling well, practicing hard day, where you're tired, you're not practicing hard. Hey, are you coming in and watching film? Are you doing the things you need to do to get better? And then that relays obviously into life. You know, there's a physical toughness. It's not a normal thing for guys. I, mean, I think kids are not normally just like contact. There's really not a, few, a lot of players that do that. So we talk about a physical toughness. We want to make sure that we are doing things that bring out the physical toughness. Obviously, most of the defense here, we're talking block protection. Are we going to work it? You know, uh, I'm not talking about banging them all day. You not have to go live. I'm just saying you have a drill. We really want them to do it daily. You know, is it is a drill in Indy? Is it is it nine on seven inside period? Is it team? I don't know where it is. But physically, are we asking them to anchor down and do the things that they've got to do on a daily basis? Stop what they do best. I think it's best. Whatever you're teaching. So, again, a lot of these things I'm going to talk about, guys, are going to cross over. I don't care if you're running 4-3, you're running 4-2-5, you're running 3-4, whatever you're running. I don't think it makes a difference. Because in the past, you know, I've kind of been part of the 90s. I was a 4-3 guy. We're highly odd. And then we went to more of a 4-2-5 concept. And then probably the last decade or so, we've been really the mixture of both. B, we talk about stop what they do best. Whatever you're doing. You know, and that's a week to week thing as well is it's not just making calls, but are you making calls that are best versus what they do? Whether that be throwing the football or whether that be, hey, they're, you know, they're running the football or their triple option. If it's triple option, you got to take the dive away or the quarterback's the tool. What are you is this designed to take the cue away and make them do something else? Well, I use the term throwing left handed. OK, uh, as an example, I would say that there's probably four to five games this year that our whole concept coming in that the game plan was designed around is, is really to stop them from throwing the football, make them run the ball, give them five man boxes and make them run the football. Now that's different week to week. And there's a lot of games we came in and said, Hey, we got, they're good at running the ball. We got to stop and run. It's really who can beat you, you know, and in the big 12, you've got a lot of athletic receivers, got great quarterbacks. And a lot of times those are the ones that can make, they, they're the ones that are going to break the game open. They're going to score fast. So that can relate to whatever you're playing. But I think it's not just running a defense, right? That's what do they do best, and can you have the ability or the magnitude or the, the flexibility in your system to take things away, whether it be take a receiver away, whether it be take all the receivers away. Can you double the go-to guy if it's one guy? Okay, and then C, effort. I think you got to coach it. you got to reward it on a daily basis. You know, I think you've got to coach effort. You've got to make them play hard, play fast, and, and how are you going to reward it? 
This sheet right here is really talking about this. It's like, hey, act your best when your best is needed. All right. I think the true evaluation of any defense is really when you're evaluating where you're at. It's how did you do against the top tier teams, the best, the teams in your conference that you got to win. You got to be successful to win a championship. So there's just a quick little breakdown. Again, just talking, if you aren't familiar with us, I think our kids did an outstanding job. We've got some good, really good players. That's kind of how we did going into the season. You kind of go through the top play, the top five rushing teams. All five of those guys were rushing the ball for 200-something part yards a game when we came in the ball game, and we did a pretty good job, obviously, of handling the run. This next sheet, this is a goal sheet. wanted to give you a basic idea of what is our goals every week coming in. We would show this up on Sunday. This is actually from our Sugar Bowl. We actually come in on Mondays, my bad. So Sunday off, we practice on Monday. Uh, unit meeting, we would first go over the goals and where we're at. How do we do in that game? All these things are really done. You know, I've been fortunate. I'm on some good people, but I'm fortunate really to, to do it for a while. So these goals are all kind of ours are set up to every one of them. If you do that, you're going to be in the top 20 in the country. Uh, and that's, that's our goals on an annual basis is to do that. So 17 points or less will always put you usually in the top 20 in the country. I think this year we finished number 10 in the country. Run, three-point yards, carry, pass, 7.0, or just an attempt off attempt, not by game, right? Because you've got the teams that throw it 50 times. you got the team that throws it 12 times. So it's a total different ball game. Three takeaways, uh, third and fourth down success. We want to be at a 70% success rate. We weren't in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, we were at 62% success rates. I mean, so, so there are 11 of 29 when you count third and fourth downs together. So we didn't meet that goal. And then red zone, for us, it's uh, it means – 40% no touchdowns, right? I mean, 40% of the time, they're having to kick field goals. And then 30% of the time, it's, they don't even, you can't get a field goal. Whether we block the field goal, whether we force a bad kick, or we make a kick him from out of his field goal range, and he doesn't make it, we want to get that 30%. And then uh, first down success going again, how do you just are – you, are you staying on track? And that's just a way to count. So are you staying on track? keeping them behind the chains, but it's 3.0 or less a yard per carry, and it's 60% uh, pass completion, okay? Obviously, that, yes, we have 1.8 yards of carry on first and 10, and they were at 50% pass completion, four of eight on first and 10, so we get that goal. And then uh, seven or less explosives, and an explosive is designed by that's uh, 12 yards of run and 16 yards of pass, and then the last one is no big plays. But then they would cost five big plays, anything over 25 yards. We didn't get that goal. We had four big plays in the game, one run of 31 and three passes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective, so I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. 
This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. I really want to highlight here again, if you want to still shot it, I would, I would get it, but I'm going to focus on the two, first two bullet points because that does it. The analytics tell us that this, that if, the, if, if, a, if a, on a drive, if you have a negative play, right, if we have tackle for loss or whatever else, right, that team in college football, FBS, they got less than 15% touchdowns, a 25% chance they got a chance to at least kick a field goal. If on that drive, on the, any individual drive, we have a sack, they score points 16% of the time. That could be field goal or touchdown, and touchdowns 9% of the time. So when you're playing the analytics of this game, is like today, especially with the RPO and things have changed, this became a big part of, you know, of evaluating defensively where we're going and the calls we're using and what we're doing. So basically, hey, if I can get a tackle for loss anywhere in a drive, then it's, it's a 25% of scoring. And so we did a study about four years ago, and we do it every year, right? And it's been the same. But about six years, I guess five or six years ago, we did a study saying, hey, how did we get TFLs? And really, and we did it across all the, the top defenses. And really, everything was this. I mean, people got TFLs. Either you had a dominant defensive lineman. I mean, a dominant. And at this level, he's an NFL guy. You got an NFL D lineman. He can whoop a guy, snack him off, make a TFL. Either it was just some guy whooping a guy, which didn't happen a lot of times. Or it was on some type of movement or stunt. D-line was moving gaps, and we got a TFL, or we were uh, run pressure. And the same thing came down to sacks. A lot of our sacks are not. I think this year we have the 44 sacks. I think six of them were a guy came off the line of scrimmage, made a move, executed a move, and beat a guy. The rest of them were off of us. It was some type of designed way to attack the protection, and we got them. So that's big, and it's going to be big in how we call things. So we do we do this on a daily basis kind of with that. Every day at practice, after practice, we'll go off the last practice. This is a whole season stat, but we would say off of practice and then off of every game, we're going to count all the same. Hey, what's the total snaps? Well, because well, any havoc, havoc is considered an interception, PBUs, forced fumbles, sacks, quarterback hits, TFLs, right? And what's our percentage of creating havoc? Okay. So we do it on a daily basis. We do it every, hey, every Monday we come in after ball game, we're going to get it up, but we do it daily, you know. Uh, and just to emphasize it and make sure we're counting it, rewarding it. So we're really designing things off it. So the first one I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna talk about habit. Yeah, our first, our bread and butter call is like uh, tight four. It's you know two four eyes head up nose, and here was where we start. But there's no movement and there's no pressure. So if we play that all the time, we're probably not going to get a lot of TFLs unless we have a dominant guy. We're probably not creating those situations, and they're going to have a better chance of staying on of staying on track. And so everything we're designed is also you have the base way to play things. When we're going to put our cleats in the ground and be solid, play things, then we want to make sure we, we have enough movement in our system, run like first and 10. What can we call it to get a TFL, make it 12, second and 12 or, or second and 10 and put them behind the sticks and get us out of there. 
All right. Before I go into the actual X and O's and the defensive calls, this is something I would suggest everybody do. I make all, all of our guys do it. This is the actual checklist for our linebackers. What we do is going to take through and go through all, hey, what are your calls? In those calls, what does the guy have to do? It's called, a, it's a skill analysis. So what skills does he have to do? What things does he have to be able to execute? And making sure we have a checklist in the off season, right? So how are we getting all these things covered and how much time are we spending on each one? And then ideally you want to get down to how much you in there, you got to be able to identify which ones does he have to do the majority of the time? And obviously that's the ones I got to spend the most focus on. Before we go into any of the calls, I want to talk about this. So this is actually a printout of a team. We call it a formation issues. Uh, lining up or wherever you call it, Y in the core, twins to one side, tight end, slant. All right, that's probably the general number one formation in, in football today. Uh, so formation issues are basically anything that kind of is a problem or for us, the ability, we may want to check something to it. We identify those formations. So again, talking about FIB, that would be formation in the boundary. Pistol, I mean, it's just the back in the pistol, right? Because there's general runs that come out of that. What do they do in no backs? Tight trips, we label that one. That's tight in on one side. It's three receivers to the other. Bunch formations, where they got three guys tight. We call it bunch. If it is three receivers and one of the guys in the bunch is attached to the core, that could be a tight end and a sling. It could be the running back and two receivers. It could be an in-ground tight end. One of them is attached to the core. We classify it as a bunch. And then cluster will be three wide receivers. Obviously, we're removed from the core. It's three receivers clustered together. All right, X over formation, so that's a receiver over. Just going to Romeo is a wide receiver in the backfield. Okay, what do they do out of that? Wildcat is some, anybody but the quarterback lining up behind the center. Dose is a double condensed set. And then uh, a buster for us would be it's no backs, but somebody is in the core. So it's maybe a tight end's attached to the core and the right and the wide receiver and the running backs out of the core, which we, we you know, you don't get a ton of it, but when do we get it? We get it. Maybe they got a great quarterback. He's going to run the football. They're still going to have the ability to run quarterback zone. They empty the back. Well, that's not a, that's not a no back set. It's not the same as we're going to check anything. It's not going to be treated the same. So those are big. Every week I would come in and our kids are identified this. They know what the formation issues are. Hey, uh, and then we're going to go through these formations throughout the week and talk about how we want to play each one of these. Because it's really not lining up in their base formations. You know, you put up their top, whatever you, you break them down, you put their top 10 formations up. That's usually not the problem. Well, the problem is it's, it's third and four, and they jump into Wildcat, and they get the sticks continuing to move. It's, it's hey, it's third and five, and they jump into a double condensed set, and they pick you and rub you and, and get guys out of there. Or, hey, they get, jump into uh, tight trips on second 12, and you don't adjust the formation outright, and all of a sudden they're back on track. Or when they jump to no backs. So that's important for us to identify the formation issues and how we every week, how can we get those things adjusted? How do we want to play those formations? Here are our winning edge takeaways and ideas for implementation. One, put together goals that if accomplished will make you the best in your league or division. There's a lot of goals that you can copy and paste from clinics, but what I like the most about what Coach Roberts put together is it gives them a specific roadmap to become the best. That will take a little bit of research from past seasons on your part, but you can paint a clear picture for your staff and players of what the best defense in your league or division looks like. Two, study yourself extensively. Today's technology provides the opportunity to look at yourself and opponents in a number of different ways, but start with a set of questions which 
are identified to help you understand both what makes your defense successful and what makes your defense vulnerable. That allows you to do two things. First, you can focus on the calls that are most successful. Coach Roberts identified what allowed them to make TFLs, as an example. He knows what those movements are, and then during the year, by weekly opponent study, he knows when to call them. Second, it helps you identify the skills to work on for each position that will enable you to play your defense the best you possibly can. And three, identify skills for each position. Coach shared his linebacker skill list, which we will share a screenshot of on our show notes at coachingcoordinator.com. This will help each position coach focus the work they do and the drills designed to build skill. This is always a critical factor, so having a very focused list of skills and drills will help you save time every week when the game plan comes together and then must be carried over the practice plan and honed on the practice field. We had a Q&A on the podcast with Coach Roberts. The link is in the description, as is the link to Coach Roberts' entire presentation on CoachTube. Remember to support Lawrence First and Goal. Proceeds from both the clinic and the content on CoachTube go to support pediatric brain tumor research and cancer services. Your support is greatly appreciated. Be sure to go to coachingcoordinator.com for enhanced show notes with links to related episodes, resources like Coach Robert's presentation. In addition, we have articles and our winning edge takeaways detailed in text. Also sign up for our free weekly tip sheet, which highlights the best ideas from the previous week, trending episodes, and featured resources. Follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.